Want to know how to win money on the IPL? Then don't miss the IPL Strategy Show. It's cricket, only better. Welcome to Cricket Only Better episode 187. I'm Ed Hawkins and this is the IPL Cricket Betting Strategy Show. The smorgasbord of ways to make the tournament pay. Here's Sam Collins. Uh, this week's show is, uh, is, is constructed in the image of our friend Edward Hawkins. It's uh, a bit more relaxed, a bit more unstructured uh, vibe this week. Felt it important to take a general view on this tournament and T20 betting as a whole to help you all out. Uh, the aim is to produce something which you can keep returning to, to check out as the tournament progresses over the next few years. Here's Paul Krishnamurti of Betting.Betfair, who's uh, chiefly charged with innings run strategy. Welcome, Paul Krishnamurti. Hi, Sam. Hello, and uh, joined as ever by your on-screen husband, uh, or on, on, on the airwaves husband, Richard Mann of SportingLive.com. Uh, Richard Mann's been busy with his head in the stats uh, this week to help decipher man-of-the-match markets and winning margins. Welcome, Richard Mann. Hello, Sam. And Hawkins, are you going to do anything? Yeah, you bet I am. I've got the ground guides, which count. I've opened the top bat matrix for the most reliable ones to follow throughout the tournament. Lovely stuff, Hawkins. Uh, listener queries too. Best of all, we're going to try and marry a whole bunch of that stuff to produce some actual team characteristics. Uh, so favourite this, bookmark it, just get your pencil out um, because you don't want to miss any of this. Hawkins, you can't write stuff like that. Right, let's get on with the show. We normally start with an outright here, folks, but the games are coming thick and fast. Uh, a quick reminder, though, that Gujarat Titans were the 11-2 favourites pre-tournament. Kolkata Knight Riders were the rags at 12s. A whole bunch of teams were sixes, including the Royals, Mumbai Indians, Royal Challengers Bangalore and Delhi Daredevils. Edward Hawkins, Richard Mann, Paul Krishnamurti. I want you to remind the listeners of your top fours before we start taking their questions. Uh, yeah, I went with Royals, Sunrisers. Uh, Mumbai and Chennai Super Kings. Lovely rich man. I went with Registan Royals, Gujarat Titans, Chennai and Sunrisers. And I went Look Now Super Giants, Registan Royals, Delhi Capitals, Sunrisers Hyderabad. Bed. Okay, thank you very much, uh, gents. Consensus there on the Royals. Big point of that for everybody else to ignore them. Don't touch them with a barge pole. Right, first question, uh, get in touch, please, at Cricket Betting, uh, is from at Nelberg Cricket, who asks, with the impact sub coming in, how has that affected your punting, if at all? Uh, Richard Mann, this first one is for you. Not at all. I think it's a gimmick. We, we all remember the X Factor in the Big Bash, don't we? It made absolutely no meaningful difference to the tournament. In, in those years, Perth and Sydney Sixers still dominated. I don't think it'll make any difference to the overall picture in this IPL. It might make a, a little bit of a difference in the man of the match betting because you might want to, if you think there's going to be a potential impact player coming in, you might, might want to take big prices about him knowing that it stakes returned if he doesn't play. But other than that, I, I just don't see it making much of a difference. It's a gimmick. 
Okay, thank you very much. Uh, one for Paul Krishnamurti now from Stuart A. Kister, who asks, surely teams aren't still signing Odin Smith for his bowling? Um, more of an outputting of grief than question that, Paul. But um, a year ago, he did take Punjab to an extraordinary win over Royal Challengers Bangalore, and he looked that next big thing. Um, what has gone wrong in the meantime? Well, there's a lesson there in overreacting to one or two sensational finishes. You know, the nature of T20 cricket is sometimes that's going to happen and a player's going to look amazing. Dare I say, Carlos Brathwaite, remember the name? You know, didn't work out in the long run. As for Odin Smith, I mean, he's a luxury player. He's You can't really have him in as a top order, even near the top order of the bat, and he's not much of a bowler. But I suppose with this impact player situation, maybe he's useful in that role. Okay. Okay. Thank you very much. Alpha Trades has been in touch about stats for certain batters. Uh, Hawkins will get to that later on, but he also wants to know about the best sites to use for T20 info. Um, so, Hawkins, can you um, avail the, uh, our friend? Yeah, not Crick Info. There's no good for IPL franchise stuff. Uh, hopeless. But you can go to bigbashboard.com. Paul and I were talking about that earlier. It's a game changer. I've been using it for a few years. Tremendous stats guru style filter there for all franchise leagues. That'll absolutely change the way you come up with your bets. Check out Crick Metric if you want to find out the matchups, how batsmen do against certain bowlers and vice versa. Hugely important to help with your top bat bets and top bowler bets because it tells you how often a guy is out to uh, a pacer uh, or vice versa. Uh, and finally, uh, t20headtoheadstats.com. There's a good uh, venue for uh, pitch reports. Okay. Um, lovely stuff. And finally, Kevin Gillette, loyal listener, wants to know which crack bowling units might do well on certain tracks. Um, so that sounds like a question to frame the entire show around. Kevin, thank you very much. And a good intro to the ground guide, which is coming up next. Okay, as we know, as Hawkins has drummed into us over 186 episodes before this one, one of the golden rules about cricket betting is only wager if you know what the pitch is like. Edward Hawkins has been scheming away to bring us the whys and what fors of the wickets. Um, go on, my friend. Go on. Thank you very much. We've got all the good stuff here. 12 grounds, but Gujarat and Dharamsala study samples are just not there. So uh, those venues are watching briefs. I've put watching griefs in the script. That could be uh, perhaps a sign of what's to come at those venues. At Trader12, give him a follow on Twitter. He's got some great uh, stats and we're borrowing a lot of them. Here we go. KKR. Vankady, Delhi and Mahali. This is where the runs are going to be scored, we reckon. Average first inning scores at Eden Gardens, KKR, uh, 182. Vankady, 172. Delhi, 177. And Mahali, 170. Okay, let me cut in, Hawkins, if you don't mind, and bring on Paul Krishnamurti. Um, on our Outright show, we discussed batting power for each team and identified Mumbai and Punjab as potential powerhouses. So on flat wickets like this, how do we play, Paul? Well, we also identified Mumbai as having a very weak bowling attack, very reliant on Jofra Archer. So I think in their games, really, we are looking at both teams to score. Um, all the big lines there, 190, 200 plus. And as I say, I would really look at two tens, two twenties in their games. Um, I'm not that mad on Punjab as a potential powerhouse, to be honest. So I prefer look now in that regard. I think they, they'll, they'll, they've got scope to go very big when 
situations when the top three set a platform. Um, but the way really to play those teams in particular, but all of them, is know which grounds, which two, three, four grounds you're likely to see those big score, scores on focus on there. And the other market, of course, you can play sixes um, in every game. Um, if you just a few little stats on the sixes. So there's an overs line, right? There's a, there's a line on the exchange, every market, every game, 15 or more sixes um, between 10 and 15 and 10 or under, right? So that line, bang, the matches at Bangalore, 73% of games win. Um, at the Vankido, it's 61%, Delhi, 60%. So in all of those cases, um, you're, you know, you're looking at the price should be odds on, and it almost certainly won't be that 15 or over, and then he always goes off odds against. So stick to those grounds, particularly if you think you've got a strong batting team. Okay, thanks very much. Richard Mann, uh, teams which are going to go around the park with the ball on flat ones. Um, what do we think? Punjab potentially, although we know their Duff bowling is is canny, so that's some fastest fingered first, finger first trading required maybe there. Yeah, the, th- the three weak attacks on flat pitches I've got. Chennai, I think they'll be very good at home on spinning pitches, but away from home, they've no seamers, no Dwayne Bravo. They wanted Cohen, they didn't get him at the auction. I think KKR could be vulnerable at the death. Uh, Andre Russell's been used as a death bowler, but he's very expensive. Uh, and as Paul said, the other one is Mumbai Indians. I agree with him. Both teams to score. It screams with them. Um, so they'd be the three I'd be wary of. Okay, okay. Um, right back to Edward Hawkins for some more trends, please. Yeah, these are the bowler-friendly grounds, grounds we're looking at now. Chennai and Ahmedabad, 157 and 158 first innings score averages since 2017. And that goes for those batting uh, venues we've just mentioned. It's not particularly surprising that those are bowler-friendly surfaces. We're going to throw in Hyderabad as well. That can be a bit tricky. Uh Jaipur, a little bit less so, but we'll come back to Jaipur. Uh, Spin, absolutely crucial in Chennai. Chennai have built their whole squad around it um, over the years and tried to win tournaments with that pitch working in their favour. Ahmedabad's uh, innings average is all about that Gujarat crack unit with with the ball, isn't it? Um, So on batting rankings in Cobb 185, we talked about uh, Gujarat, Chennai and RCB all poor on the batting tasers. Batting data. So if we marry up those venues to those teams, we might be going in the right direction. Okay, uh, Richard Mann, which teams could struggle on uh, spinning surfaces at Chennai or, or players, individual players, if that's easier? RCB are the obvious ones. have got some really good players of spin, but it's an intent thing with them, isn't it? Corley up top, Faf up top. They, I think they were both striking under 120 last year. It's not good enough. Um, so I'd really worry about them. Um, Punjab are very much sort of hit or bust, aren't they? And I think with Matt Sharp coming in for best, uh, I just worry about them against high-class spin. I think they could be bowled out for some really, really low scores, actually. That's one for Paul. And the other one, Edward, like this, but Sunrises, I just look at that middle order, potentially Brooke, Phillip, Harry Brook, Glenn Phillips, and Adrian Markram. I mean, we haven't really seen Harry Brook yet on real turning pitches, even when he's played in Pakistan, they've been on flat ones. Glenn Phillips has played three IPL games so far. He's at strike rate of 78. Um, all their run scoring has been done by David Warner and Williamson on spinning pitches in the past. They ain't there no more. So I, I wonder if they could be vulnerable too. Okay, thanks, Richard. Man, um, now coming up, Edward Hawkins' two favourite words 
toss and bias. Uh, talk to me. Love it. Yes. Yeah. Jai Post, absolute standout, 61.5% for the chaser since 2017, which backs up what I was saying about it being tricky first innings for your batters. Next best, Bangalore, 59%. Mahali, 57%. Very interesting to see how Punjab go because they've got a great death bowling unit and they're not much else. So does that mean they're worth taking on when they're defending at home with that toss bias? It's a really tricky one for Mahali. They could they could be really good or they could be an absolute disaster. Okay. Um, interesting. Okay. Thanks very much. Um, any view on the chasing teams and strong power play teams, Richard, first? Power play, yeah. I've, I'd be really against CSK because I think they're peren peren perennial slow starters. They'll just look to build an innings and play a very old-fashioned style. Um I think Mumbai, the opposite, I think they'll go really hard up front, particularly if Brevis gets a chance to open at some point, because I think they know they've got a, a big, strong, deep middle order, so they can afford to go hard up front, and they'll have to because they've got such a poor bowling attack. So I think some big scores, some big power play scores for Mumbai. Okay, lovely stuff. Paul Krishnamurti? Well, uh, I think, look, they will go very well with the bat. I think that... Um, Rahul, Decock, who does as good as top three if there is in it, and Decock will attack from the outset. I think Punjab will win a lot of power, could win a lot of power play match matchups because of what they've got with the ball. They're going to have Arsh Soup and Kagigso Rabada when Rabada arrives. And finally, to, to go along with what we all think about their chance anyway, Rajasthan just looks strong in both regards, don't they? They've got Joss Butler opening. And they're going to have what Trent Bolt and uh, Prasi Krishna probably, um, possibly Jason Holder even with a new ball. I think they'll take a lot of beating in those matchups. Hawkins, uh, rumour has it you've been stashing away some wisdom on power play strategy. Well, even better than that, I've um, I've asked somebody else to do the statting for us, and at Trader Twelve has come up with the goods. This is a real massive strategy from him. Um, could be a um, holiday profit one. This one is a huge bias for the power play winner batting second since 2017 across all those 10 venues that we were talking about, apart from Kolkata and Mumbai since 2017. So your chase is winning the power play batting second at Ahmedabad, 83% of the time, 78% of the time Hyderabad, 76% of the time at Jaipur. Um, and factor in the teams we've just mentioned who we don't fancy for power play runs. Richard Mann mentioned Chennai. Don't uh, bet blind on that one. And I wouldn't be betting blind on Gujarat either because of Kane Williamson at number three who's got absolutely disgraceful, disgusting boundary percentage of around about 11.7. That's a really solid strategy from at Trader 12 moving forward. Good stuff. Thank you very much. Uh, very strong so far indeed. Now brace yourself um, for mini masterclasses coming up next on Innings Runs. Now, how on earth do we make Innings Runs betting pay? I'm very glad you asked that because our friend Paul Krishnamurti is a bit of a whiz. Uh, it funds his holiday home. Um, he tells us. Uh, take it away, Paul Krishnamurti, with your top pointers, please, bearing in mind those ground reports. Okay, so let's look at this two ways. First of all, if you just want to have one straight bet on how many runs there will be and not to trade it in running, right? In that case, we know a lot of stats, but also remember that the stats 
are skewed somewhat by pitch conditions. So first of all, you've got to see the pitch report. So we talked about Bangalore and how extraordinary the stats are there. Well, remember as well that at least a third of the matches played during recent years have been on really slow pitches, where something like 200 or more wasn't um, even in the game, right? And yet, so this is another way of looking at stats. Rather than look at the average, look at how many times a particular bet would have landed. So if we're talking about to get 200 or more runs, 33% of first innings matches at um, Bangalore, 200 or more was hit. So it should be a 3.0 chance, really. And it should really be shorter if it's not a slow pitch because, as I say, it's skewed. Cut for um, Eden Gardens, it's 26%, so that should be less than... Uh, three to one, it would not be that. It would guarantee be bigger than that. Delhi, it's uh, 20%, so it should be less than four to one. Um, if you want to go unders, at Chennai, 60% of innings there in the last five years have been under 160. And the next best is Hydra, about a 52%. Now, that line goes off at about two to one on in every game, right? So definitely some value there. Now, alternatively, if you want to bet in running, Critical thing is to know when the runs are scored in the innings. Best example of that would be the Wankhede Stadium and again, Bangalore. Very often in the back 10, in after 10 overs, after the strategic timeout, teams can easily go at more than 10 and over. I would say 130, 140 for the last 10 overs is plausible at those grounds because six are so easy to come by. But then yes, for another ground, you've got to adopt a different strategy. So, Let's take Jaipur. Um, incredible number of matches there. Um, let me just get this up a second. 11 matches out of 50, 11 matches, 55% of first innings end up between 150 to 170. So there's no value at all there going for the extremes. It hardly ever comes off. So what you want to do is create a middle. Now, this is, apologies if this gets a bit complicated. I'll try and simplify it as much. What you're trying to do is back one line and then lay a higher line so that both bets will win if it lands in the middle. So, for example, you open up, you back 200 or more at 6.0, and then you lay 200, you try to lay in running 210 or more at 4.0. So, you're going to win, make a profit either way if you get them both matched. And if it comes in between 200 and 210, both lines win. And really, my plan is generally to do that as many times as I can throughout the innings. Some of them are bound to lose, but some of them are going to land and you're going to get a profit back off that. And ideally, you're in a position at the end where one of those middles is almost certain to come in or it's got a 50% chance and you can easily cash out in the final over. Uh, thank you, Paul Krishnamurti. To quote our friend uh, Richard Benno, that was marvellous. Hope you got all that, not just his replay. Uh, Richard Mann still to come on Man of the Match and winning margins. But watch out because Hawkins has got his Excel sheet out. Uh, does anyone remember the Crickonomics chart? That's a key question. Uh, very early incarnations of the Cobb included Edward Hawkins in a rather uh, demented rundown, top of the pop style of the most reliable batter on the innings runs market. Um, fortunately, it, it, it rather bit the dust, but I do fear he's about to do it again. Yeah, you bet it's returned. I'm not going to do the music this time, but um, I'll try to put some energy in it. 
Um, but to get the serious points across, which are the serious value points, we're going to do the top 10. Who are the most reliable 10 batters to follow in IPL for your top innings run scorer? Number 10, Faftu Plessis, 28.1% hit rate last two years. Then we've Now we're getting into some decent bets here with Andre Russell, 29.2% for KKR. He's going to be going off way in advance of that on implied probability. Another one hot on the heels of him who will be going off at bigger odds than this implied probability suggests is Manish Pandey at 28.6%. You might not see him that much, but when he does play, uh, bear him in mind, particularly in play. Devon Conway, who's a decent bet on top run scorer for the whole tournament, 28.6% for Chennai. And right beside him in the middle of the pack there is Guyquad, 30% hit rate for Chennai as well, the two opening batters for Chennai Super Kings. Then we're going to look now, the two opening batsmen for them. Decock, 34.6%. Rahul, 35.7%. Both will be value at the expected odds. And Riley Rasu is sneaking in with 36.4. A little bit short on the study sample with him, so be careful with Rousseau. Mitchell Marsh, 37.5. And then your number one, your top rated, the man who can, you could put your mortgage on. It's Joss Butler with an incredible hit rate of 50% in the last two years for Rajasthan Royals. He'll be going off nowhere near even money. Honourable mentions. These are the people who are going to stink the whole place out. It's not going to surprise you if you've been following the cob for a long time. Virat Kohli, absolute disgraceful 12.5% hit rate. And not far behind, also absolutely disgraceful, is Kane Williamson with a win rate of just 13%. Okay, uh, my my script is telling me that to say that that wasn't too bad actually. Hawkins, what I will tell you is that without the music, it was infinitely better. Uh, well done, good stuff. Does continue, uh, Richard Mann. Prep yourself and please don't wreck yourself after the break. Okay, finishing us off on our extravaganza show is Richard Mann, who loves nothing more than finding small edges on the man of the match market and trying to understand where the value is on the winning margin. Uh, great fun at parties is Richard Mann. Take it away, please, Richard. Right, what I've tried to do is look at these two markets because generally they offer some good value and big prices for those punters just wanting to have a five or a tenner. So we'll kick off with the man of the match market, offers some some terrific value. So 20, uh, 74 matches in IPL 2022. No surprises that opening batters are number three, uh, won this market 32% of the time. Fast bowlers 23% of the time. Spinners actually only 15%. I'm really surprised with that. And most of them were actually Kuldeep Yadav. Um all-rounders do okay, but middle-order batsmen really surprised me, up at 18%. And the key thing here with a middle-order batsman is generally they're going off really big prices. And we often talk about middle-order value in the top batsman markets, but I actually think there's more value in the man-of-the-match market. Just taking a look at uh, some of the fixtures already priced up, the openers are sort of going off 8s, 10s, 12s. Spinners, quick bowlers following, but the middle order batsmen, they're going off wild prices, 17 to 1, 20 to 1, 25 to 1. And a closer look at some of those matches as well, it was, it was real, 
it's a bit of a cliche given we've got an impact player this year, but it was impact performances that was winning it. One example, Odeon Smith made 25 and out from eight balls and he won the man of the match award. Nothing to do with his bowling. He didn't take a single wicket in that match. Um, so guys who were chipping in with vital contributions, they're getting it. And I think betting the impact player actually, or who you think might be the impact player after the um, before the toss, sorry, I think that could be a real good angle in because it stakes returned if they don't get a go. Um, and then the other market I've looked at, is the winning margin market. Now, this is something better sports do exclusively. It's a terrific market. It's really good if you've got a strong view on a team. So think of the big the big bash recently. After a couple of weeks, it was pretty obvious that Perth Scorchers were going to win most games and they were hammering teams with professional performance. They were winning 10 wickets, 9 wickets, pretty much every game. Now, the bigger the hammering, the bigger the prices. You're looking at 33s, 25s. Um, so if you've got a view on a side, and I think in a couple of weeks we'll we'll hopefully have a strong feel of about all of the sides, and um, this is a market to be playing. Um, just looking at two teams from last year, the best two teams, the Titans and the Royals, really interesting. You'd think that the Titans, because they had such a good season, were hammering everyone, but actually a lot of the time they were sort of winning workmanlike, if you like, sort of three, seven wicket wins, uh, six wickets, five wickets, Three wickets, 37 runs, six wickets, five wickets. So playing that middle band really worked for them. Um, so say five wickets and what's five wickets and 41 to 50 runs. That generally goes off at 12 to one. Six wickets and 51 to 60 runs is going off 40 to one. And then seven wickets is generally going off seven wickets to 71 to 80 runs is going off 25 to one. I think middle bands with Titans is definitely the way to play. Rajasthan Royals actually in it. Kind of off putting because I've, I've backed them in the outright. Um, they scrambled home in a lot of games three run wins, seven run wins, uh, was five wicket win, 23 uh, run win. Um, so it wasn't plain sailing for them at all. So betting them lower bands uh, is the way forward with them. And then on the other, the flip side, I think KKM. KKR might struggle this year. Um, so I was expecting them to suffer some hammerings. But actually, looking at last year, they lost a lot of close matches. Two runs, seven runs, uh, lost by three wickets. Um, so actually, don't, don't be betting KKR to get smashed. They might be involved in some close games. But the margin betting and the man of the match markets, they offer some terrific value. And it's something we'll definitely come back to in a few weeks. Richard, thank you. That was genuinely terrific. What a way to round up this uh, Cobb IPL strategy show. I defy anyone to tweet us at Cricket Betting and say that was disappointing or Hawkins, you're a total treble klaxon. Uh, we're back next week with the IPL where it's the bread and butter of the matches themselves. In the meantime, do check out betting.betfair for every game previewed there. And we will, we hope, see you next time.